Welcome to the ministry of Bishop Emmanuel Nkefu of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Light of the World Cathedral, Kolegono. Bishop Ntefo is a medical doctor and senior pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Light of the World Cathedral, Kolegono. A seasoned and anointed preacher and teacher of the Word of God, followed with various miracles, signs and wonders. His in-depth teaching of the Word of God will change your life forever. Now, here's today's message. Ten reasons why you must become a shepherd. Ten reasons why you must become a shepherd. Alright, just get this book. Number one, become a shepherd because Jesus was a shepherd. John chapter 10, verse 11. Become a shepherd because Jesus was a shepherd. John chapter 10 and verse 11. This is Jesus speaking. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd giveth his life for the sheep. I am the good shepherd. So Jesus was a shepherd. Amen? He was a shepherd. 1 Peter chapter 5. The elders which which are among you I exhort which I am also an elder and a witness of the sufferings of Christ and also a partaker of the glory that shall be revealed. Feed the flock of God which is among you, taking the oversight thereof, not by constraint, but willingly, not for fear to lucre, but of a ready mind. Neither has been lost over God's heritage by being examples to his flock. And when the chief Shepherd shall appear, ye shall receive a crown of glory that faded not away. Jesus is the chief shepherd. So I want to be a shepherd because Jesus was a shepherd. If Jesus did something, how many of you know that it was the best thing? Anything that Jesus did eh, was the best. And we are supposed to be followers of him. Ephesians chapter 5 and verse 1. Ephesians chapter 5 and verse 1. Be ye therefore followers of God as dear children. Followers, imitators. We must imitate, we must copy what Jesus did. One of the greatest reasons why you must become a shepherd is because that is what Jesus himself did. Yeah. Yeah. He came down to be our shepherd because when he was in heaven, he saw our sufferings. He saw our lack of opportunities, our sicknesses, 
our frustrations, our waywardness. He saw our pain, our diseases, our sicknesses, and said, look, let me go and go and look after these people. So he came. He came. He came. Yeah. If Jesus was a shepherd, you must become a shepherd. I must become a shepherd. How many of you are happy about that? Eh? So one day, God will go to heaven and meet Jesus. Two shepherds we have met. He's the chief shepherd. We are the under shepherds. And they will be talking about, you know, how the ministry was. It will be wonderful. Sit down. Wow. Hmm? If Jesus was a shepherd, then I want to be a shepherd. So listen, all those of you who are not shepherds, as at this camp meeting, it means in a certain sense you are not like Jesus. Some of us are like Jesus. If Jesus enters this camp, and he wants to go to his friends and colleagues. You'll not be part of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If Jesus enters Gaza, when he comes, you know, how many of you will be happy if he comes here? Maybe you'll come here before we leave. Huh? Yeah. No, one time there was a service, a church service, and Jesus walked into the service. And everybody just saw him. He walked from the back to the stage. So, we never know. But I'm saying that if he comes and he's calling his colleagues aside to meet them at the great hall, to fellowship with them for one hour and eat something and then release some, listen, and he says, those of you who are not shepherds, continue to be here. You realize that how many of you will not be happy at all? Eh? That's why we want to become shepherds. Very good. Yeah. Yes. Amen. Amen. That's why we sing that song. This is the way I wanted to be. This is the way I wanted to be. This is the way I wanted to be. This is the way.
shepherd because Jesus was a shepherd. Amen. Yeah. Because Jesus was a shepherd. We must follow him. We must be like him. How many of you want to be like Jesus? Yes. Amen. Number two. Become a shepherd. Because it is the natural stage of your development. Become a shepherd because it is your natural stage of your development. Hebrews chapter 5 and verse 12. Hebrews chapter 5 and verse 12. For when, for the time, you ought to be teachers, ye have need that one teach you again, 
which be the first principles of the oracles of God, and are become such as have need of milk, and not of strong meat. Give me NIV. In fact, though by this time, you ought to be teachers. By this time, you ought to be a teacher. By this time, you need someone to teach you the elementary truths of God's word all over again. You need milk, not solid food. Huh? NLT. NLT. You have been believers so long now that you ought to be teaching others. How many of you love this one? Is it clear? Okay. The reason why I'm reading the various versions, I'm trying to help you to know how to use the Bible. Yes, yeah. When you read several versions, it helps you to understand what the Bible is trying to say. Don't take it for granted that you understand. Even the words, use the dictionary. You will get deeper understanding. Amen. So, the second reason why you must become a shepherd is because it is your natural. Everybody say natural. 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 Say it is natural, it is natural. For, me for me to become a shepherd. Yes. Amen. Amen. Look. How many of you would feel very unhappy if you saw an eight-year-old boy? Eh? Just remove his panties and squat right there where everybody is to defeat. Let's defeat. Eh? How many of you will not be happy? Now watch. When he does it the first time, you may think that, oh, maybe there was, you know, a problem. So he couldn't control himself. I got what I'm saying. So you may just say. But if you see it again, and again, and again, you say, ah, eight years, eight years, eight years, there's a problem. I expect you to go to where you must go to. I can accept it from a one-year-old child, a two-year-old child, eh? a three-year-old child, perhaps, but not from an eight-year-old child. Where you have read, it is expected that you know when to go and use the washroom and do it decently and properly. On the average, by one year, most children should be walking. Yeah. Look, am I saying the right thing? Yes. So when the mother observes the child two years still sitting, crying, the mother who is to be happy, my child, the face changes. 
Because she now begins to know something is wrong. Something is wrong. Something is wrong. In the same way, God has been looking at you. (laughs) Yeah. When you got born again, and you were run away from church, I get what I'm saying. And your pastor was very hard on you. God even spoke to his heart that, look, don't be hard on him. He, he doesn't even know, you know. There isn't much difference between a newly born again person and an unbeliever. Yeah. Huh? There are three stages in the spiritual development of a Christian. The first one is the baby stage. The baby stage. During that stage, Christians behave like babies. Yeah. What do babies do? They cry a lot. They cry a lot. So baby Christians also cry a lot. How do they cry? By murmuring complaining. The service is too long. Look. By the way, let me explain to you. Let me explain because some of you, this is your first time of coming for a camp meeting. A camp meeting is not like an ordinary church service. There's no, you know, like when we come, we have to close after two hours. There's nothing like that. Yeah. When we come, we are here. That's why it's called a camp. We are here. But if something is happening to you, there is not even one person here who after this camp, you remain the same. No. No. Not even one person. Yes. Yeah. yeah. One of the things that I love to do is to take new people for camp meetings. In 2009, I remember one particular campaign. All right. I took new converts to Bonsu. Yeah, took them. <laughs> new converts. As I'm speaking, many of them are church planters. Church planters. Senior shepherds, experienced shepherds. Yeah. You will not be the same after this camp. Physically, spiritually, financially, in every aspect of your life. Yes. Anybody who must be here, who is not here, send the person a test message. You have to be here. Eh? So baby Christians, they complain a lot. Then, next stage, children, children, okay? When children are in the house, 
Number one, they don't do anything. No, they don't do anything. <laughs> they don't do anything. I have grown up children, you know, and children, children. The children, children. When they come, I know. School fees, textbook, socks, shoe, or somebody bit their ear at school. Something. Uh, Daddy, can we, you know, plant the grass at this place? They don't do anything. They don't contribute. Yeah. Child Christians, they don't do anything. Many of you who are the come today, you are a child Christian. You don't do anything. You don't do anything. You are not part of the choir. You are not part of the choir ladies. You are not part of the prayer. You are not part of the basketball shepherds. The area fellowship shepherds. You are not. You are just there. They are just there. And children, even though they don't do anything, one of the things that they do is that they spoil everything. (laughs) (laughs) Eh? Yes. Your child, your full nyanya nuka, the tear rubber, use a blade. A blade to write his name. And you see, happily, not that, you know, it's very, and very patiently. I mean, you, are, you, are, you have not seen your child for about 30 minutes. Okay? Where are you? I'm here. What are you doing? Patiently, loving. Look at what I'm painting. A brush, a paint, your seat painted. I'm painting a giraffe. Painting a giraffe. Painting a giraffe. So many of you are behaving like children. Even though you have been in the church for five years, four years, that is why I give you that scripture. Okay? You have been believers so long now that you ought to be teaching others. Instead, you need someone to teach you again the basic things about God's word. You are not going to be a child Christian again. And the third stage, the mature stage. Amen. I have mature children in the house. They do things. They are helpful. I send them. They know what to do. Do you get it? I leave things to them. I give them responsibilities. They take care of things. That's what God wants you to become. That is why you must become a shepherd. It is the natural stage in your spiritual development. From a baby Christian, a child Christian, you must now become a matured Christian who is now able to eat meat and not only drink milk. Milk are for babies. 
Hello? I got what I'm saying. Those of you who complain that pastor doesn't visit me, pastor doesn't care for me, that you are a baby. You are a baby. You are a baby. It is babies who must be cared for all the time. Mature people are not cared for all the time. I have a son who is a doctor. Sometimes for three days I have not seen him. For three days. I have not seen him. Sometimes for three days. I don't go about. Never rank the police that. You know. Uh, where is he? No, he's going about things. But I have two young ones. Children. If I don't. They go to school in the morning. And I expect them to be home. Five, six, they should be there. If six, they are not there. Where are they? I have to ask questions. Where are they? They say, oh, today they were doing extra class. Oh, okay. Every time. Do you understand it? So grow up. Grow up. The time has come for you rather to look after other sheep. The time has come for you to love other sheep. The time has come for you to guide other sheep. Nobody is leaving this camp to be cared for. Do you understand it? You are now going to care for somebody. You are now going to pray for somebody. You are now going to visit somebody. You are now going to teach somebody. You are now going to go to somebody. We have not been seeing you in church. We have not. How come that always we have to come to your house? And you have been in church for two years, three years, four years, five years, ten years. Hmm? Yeah. I got in that. You have been believers so long that you ought to be teaching others. Lift up your right hand. Say, I ought to be teaching others. Say, I should be teaching others. I should be visiting others. I should be caring for others. I should be guiding others. Yes. That is why you must become a shepherd. That's why you must become a shepherd. God expects you to progress. To progress. And go deeper. And even in the shepherdural work, there are ranks. Yeah? There are ranks. So there are shepherds. Eh? They are filled shepherds. Shepherds who are working. They are minister shepherds. A shepherd though, but now he passes a church. He passes a church. Wow. Then there's a pastor. Pastor. Then there's an overseer. Levels. 
May God take you through all the different levels. And you say, Bishop, me, I just want to be a church member. You see, you see, I'm going to show you some other things. But you see, when you go to work at the hospital, you see, you see that there are different levels of people. There are laborers. There are cleaners. They are nurses. They are doctors. Why do you want to become a cleaner for the next 45 years? Let's be serious. Huh? You want to be a cleaner? So why do you don't want to rise up? To become a shepherd. Many years ago, Bishop preached a camp. The, 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 the rise of the shepherd. The rise and the rise of a shepherd. The rise to become a, a learning shepherd. A reading shepherd. A scholarly shepherd. Yeah. It's one of my favorite camps. At Nagwenibar. Is that not so? Yeah. Rise up. Tell your pastor. No, I don't want to be a child anymore. I'm of age. Teach me. Give me the skills. And the work of the pastor is to equip you. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 11. And he gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers for the perfecting of the saints for the work of the ministry for the edifying of the body of Christ. We the pastors are there to perfect you to do the work. To equip you to do the work so that the body Eh? will be built up. And the body of Christ is the church. So the building up of the church, the growth of the church, the establishment of the church, the strength of the church, the perfection of the strength, the increase of the church. Are you getting it? Eh? Eh? Happens when you are trained to do the work. So that is what I'm doing at this camp. I'm trying to equip you. Trying to give you knowledge about the work of God. Amen? Amen. Amen. A few pastors cannot do the work. We need everybody. And thank God that we are becoming part of it. Hmm? Do you remember when I was reading a book, one of the statements that Bishop made, he said, I believe strongly that many can rise up to join the great work of the Lord. Many. 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 
Hallelujah. Stop complaining in the church. Eh, pastor doesn't come to look for me. Eh, no. Shut up. Now t- tell the person. Wh- wh- who is that? Who is that? Who, who said that the pastor, pastor doesn't come to visit? Who is that? Who is that? Why? Are you the one who said that? Yeah, yeah. Eh? Are you sure? You didn't say that. Are they under the, the shirt? Brother, is it you? The way your mouth is shaking, brother, brother, like that. Listen. The pastor should come and visit you. You get up and go and visit. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I've been in Lighthouse for more than 20 years. My pastor, the bishop, I think he has visited me like three times. Either two times, either three times or two. One was when you know, I joined the church, started coming to church. I remember. He, Bishop Saki, Bishop Adi, living at Kanishi, came there. Another, I was not well. Then he came. I don't even remember any other occasion. Two, two, two or three. Two but I'm here. I'm a bishop of the church. That's it. That's it. Look. Who visit you? Who visit you? Ah! We are tired. Who visit you? You two rise up and visit somebody. Now tell the next person, rise up, rise up and visit somebody. must mature. You must grow. Amen. Amen. And become useful to God. Become useful to God. That is why you must become a shepherd. It is your natural stage. Eh? It is a natural stage of your spiritual development. You are born again. You are a child. We look after you. We feed you, you know, we visit you, we teach you, we rub you with our hands, but it's okay, and all that. Do you understand? But we cannot do that forever. We can't do that forever. We can't do that forever. Only you. There are so called shepherds here. Shepherds. Not, 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 not members who. Shepherds. Sunday, we have to call you to come to church. Where, where are they? Where are they? Bring them. We have to pawn them. Bring some water. Bring some water. Georgia, bring that water. Where are they? Bring the water. And there's a gun. Yes. 
Is it this one? Eh? Wait, wait, wait. Wait, come. Thou shalt not accuse your neighbor. Come, come. Where is this pastor? Where is this pastor? Eh? Reverend Richard, where is Reverend Richard? Okay. You are lucky that he's not here. But we have to find out. Yeah. Shepherd, oh. Shepherd. We have to call you. Ah, Shepherd John, where are you? Eh. Uh, hey. You are supposed to mobilize the sheep. Bring them in the bus. The service starts at 8.30. We are calling you. It is now 15 minutes after, after 9. We can't find you. Your bus is there. You are not a shepherd. You are a highland. I say you are a highland. You are not a shepherd. in church. Ah! But I can't see you. Oh, another church. How did you go there? My friend invited me. Shepherd! Shepherd! Where are they? Where are such people? Pastors, bring them. Bring them. shepherd who leads the prayer before we start the service. Eh? They brought one here. Bring the listen. Yeah. But where is this pastor? Where is this pastor? Are you pastors? Are you pastors? <laughs> now listen. Listen. You are the shepherd who leads the prayer before we start. The service starts at 8.30. 9 o'clock, we can't see you. Then, when we call you, your phone is ringing, and then we hear, Ah! Where are you? Oh, today I'm... Today I'm leading prayer. Where? Oh, my friend church. Shepherd. Are you a locum shepherd? You know, doctors, doctors, they have a place that they work. Right, but apart from that, eh, they also go and work at some places. For more money, it's called locum. So, are you a locum shepherd? Hallelujah. But that will not be your description. That will not be your story. You are a faithful shepherd. A hard-working shepherd. Hallelujah. And those of you who are not shepherds, you are rising up to become a great shepherd. Clap your hands for your own self. 
Hallelujah. Please sit down. What is the first reason why you must become a shepherd? I can't hear you. Because Jesus was a shepherd. Hallelujah. What is the second reason why you must be a shepherd? Because it's what? It is the natural stage of your spiritual development. Amen. Number three. Number three. The third reason why you must become a shepherd is because there's a great need for shepherds. There is a great need for shepherds. Matthew 9, 36. But when he saw the multitudes, he was moved with compassion on them because they fainted and were scattered abroad as sheep having no shepherd. In this scripture, Jesus makes it clear that people are fainting and being harassed because there is no shepherd. When I was growing up as a Christian, I learned a lot by talking to senior Christians who were like shepherds to me. Every difficult question I had, I directed to them. They were easily accessible people I could talk to. When I had difficult questions like, who created God? Why did Jesus have to die? And who was Cain's wife? I always have somebody to ask. Today, in some of the big churches, pastors are almost unavailable because the reality is that one man cannot attend to the personal needs of so many thousands of people. Yes, he can preach to thousands, but he cannot personally talk to thousands. He cannot answer questions and spend time with the needy thousands. He's likely to have a breakdown if he tries to. I believe in preaching to thousands from the pulpit, but I believe in having shepherds on the ground that minister one-on-one to the multitudes. Although I preach to thousands, I still enjoy attending to the personal needs of as many of the flocks as I can. When you decide to become a shepherd, the lives of certain people will be changed forever. If you do not become a shepherd, perhaps many lives will never become stable in Christ. When you, an ordinary Christian, decide to become a shepherd, someone with the word of God and solutions, people will begin to gather around you. It is then that you minister to them the living waters. So, you must become a shepherd because there is a great need a great, not a little need. Not a little need. A great need for shepherds. Yeah. People are fainting. People are scattering. Not because there are no prophets or evangelists or teachers, but because there are no shepherds. Yeah. Last Sunday, after preaching at one of our services, I left and went somewhere. Some of the pastors. And when we're coming back, and we saw 
the whole cathedral and around on the roads, corners, people moving, church members in and out, walking. Okay, I told the pastors, do you know these people? Because I don't know them. Do you know them? I don't know them. I asked Pastor Sami, do you know them? He said, Bishop, even the people from my area, I don't know all of them. He can bring like 400 people from his area to church. One pastor. Do you understand that? But when they are shepherds, the shepherds will help us. They will help. Every single sheep must be known by name, by address, location address, by work, by profession, by marital status. Yes. The sheep of God must, must not be statistical numbers. Oh, I have 200 people coming to church. You have 200 people coming to church, but who are these people? Are they well? Are they unwell? Do they have jobs? Do they go to school? Are they married? Do they have money? What are their problems? But you see, one person cannot do it. Okay? So people of God, there is a great need. Say there is a great need. Lift up your right hand. Say Lord. Lord. Use me to fulfill this need. Yes, there's a great need. There's a great need. For shepherds. Especially in our churches now, shepherds are few. Many people don't want to become shepherds. They simply don't want to become shepherds. They are not interested. But you must be interested because remember Isaiah chapter 5 verse 12 and 13. So the reason why the people have been famishing and have been testing are in captivity is because they do not have knowledge. And one of the knowledge that they don't have is the knowledge that the work of God exists. Don't despise the work of God. Love the work of God. Accept the work of God. Embrace the work of God. Be part of the work of God. Join the work of God. Become part of the work of God. We loved to be shepherds. Reverend Abuaji. Eh? Pastor Freddy. We love to be shepherds. Is that not so? Yeah. This one, come. This one here, this pastor. This Reverend Freddy. This one, naughty. This one. Eh? When did you join Lighthouse? Which year? 1988. 1988. Yeah. Next year will be 30 years. 1988. Ever since. I have known him. I have known him to be in the house of the Lord. 
I knew him when he was an area fellowship shepherd at Palladium. Is it Palladium? Palladium. Yeah. Yeah. We have loved the work of God. We have done it until we are old men. Come, Reverend Abaji, stand up. This one, when he was a medical student, please come. Medical student. Okay? His mate is uh, Bishop Ogo. They were together serving the Lord. Serving the Lord as a shepherd. Reverend Robertson, please come. We, 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 were, we, were, we were younger men. We are in our 50s now. Yeah. Wow. This one. He's been in several places. Started a church. I don't know what since that of it. Where? Laboni first. Laboni, Obwasi, and I was also in Banjo. Gambia. When did you join Lighthouse? So, around 1992. 1992. 25 years. What about you? 1991. 26 years. And still, they are around. You just came. You don't want to do anything. You don't. What is wrong with you? What is wrong with you? What is wrong with you? with you. You just want to sleep in the church. Look, we have been working. All the shepherd comes. They were there. They were there. Do you know some of the earlier books like um, even this book it used to be called the lay people. Uh, Mega church. You know, and all that. Eh? Okay? When Bishop was teaching those things at the camp, there were no books. It was the camps that became the books. You see, my study is, is a, a lighthouse museum. When people come, I take them around and show them. Show them. The tapes. Tapes. Part tapes. Single tapes. There was one with a yellow cover. There was one that we used to use pen to write the titles. We used to have what we call manuals. Shepherd manual. Red. There were no books. We have loved the work of God. Yeah. Our time, there was nothing like um, shepherd's meeting will start at two and then to end at no. The announcement was that after church, there will be shepherd's meeting. Shepherd's school. Shepherd's school. Thank you. 
Listen now. After church, you are running away from church. You just ran away, but I showed you. Have you have, have you forgotten? Yeah, don't forget. Either you sit by the gold or the poverty and the darkness will be following you. You don't want to stay in the church. The service is too long. Pastor says that he wants to be the shepherd's when We have been waiting for 30 minutes. When Bishop started training us to become pastors, we have what was called IPTP, Informal Pastoral Training Program. Alright, that's what we started with. Yeah. It used to happen on Tuesdays. The Colorado Cathedral, where the Bible school library used to be, uh, there were some wooden offices there. Those are the offices that were bombed. The petrol bomb was thrown. And at Bishop's office there, that's where we used to meet. Tuesday. Eh? IPTP is after service. Prophet Kakra and Pastor Brian would drive from Kumasi. Bishop Hamish and Pastor Adam Bano would drive from Takradi. I think Bishop Patrick used to come from Tamale. Yeah. Most times, I would just close work from Kolebu and come straight into the service and stay. So since I left home in the morning to Kolebu, all the struggles on the world, whatever, whatever, into the service and stay. And the meeting will start like midnight, 1 a.m. Because Bishop had to finish everything he was doing. And now the meeting will close 2 a.m., 3 a.m., 4 a.m. We are going back to work. You don't want to suffer. But there is suffering if you want to become a shepherd. Philippians 1.29 For it has been given unto you on behalf of Christ not only to believe on him, but also to suffer for his sake. There is suffering. You must go to some pain. You see, even as we are at the camp, there is suffering here. That's not that you feel tired, so that you feel sleepy, you know, sometimes something, but we are here. Yeah. 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 And I'm telling you, it is because, okay, many of you have either gone away from the ancient landmarks or are trying to go. That is why you are looking different from us. But we are going back. Amen. We are going back to what the fathers gave to us. I said we are going back. Amen. And pastors, do not reduce the standards. Amen. Amen. We are spoiling the church by doing that. Where are the wild shepherds? We were wild. I mean, we were just wild. Yeah. 
when I was leading the FCBPI, I was their shepherd. I would take them. I think Friday mornings or Saturday mornings. 6 a.m. we are at the Legon Gardens. Yeah. Praying till the evening. As a shepherd. Not a pastor, shepherd. Shepherd. Bishop sent us as shepherds to go and start churches, satellite churches. I went to Nyanyam for another shepherd. When we get there Sunday morning, they are all going to their farms. So we have to come out with a strategy. So I had to go for some drugs. And when we get there, they say, A doctor for any way no more. So we gather them and preach to them, check their BP, you know, and all that. That's how we could get them to preach to them. Drive there and then come back. <laughs> there is a great need for shepherds. There's a great need for shepherds. There's a great need for shepherds in our churches. And I want to challenge you to rise up and become one of those shepherds. It is a great thing. It is a good thing. It is an honor. It is a blessed work. It is something special. It is something that God loves. You will become a special person when you join the armed forces of shepherds. Pastor Frank here. Stand up. He's an old soldier. He's an old soldier. Eh? When did you join the church? 89. Joanna, where are you born? Yeah. Not born. 89. Look, since I've known him, Always be around. Working. 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 Oh. Children, rise up. Children, rise up. Children, rise up. We were honored to be called shepherds. We were very happy. Bishop is going to meet the shepherds. Oh, man. We are the shepherds. What are you talking about? We, we, we are the shepherds. God is lifting you up. I said, God is lifting you up to become a great shepherd. Receive that grace. Receive that blessing. Receive that anointing. Receive that grace. Receive that anointing. Receive the mercy of God. In the name of Jesus. Lift up your two hands and pray and say, Lord, because of you, because of me, you will not lack a shepherd. Lift up your hands and speak. Speak to the Lord. Speak to the Lord. Lift up your voice. Because of me, you will not lack a shepherd. You will not lack. 
Yes. Yes. Pray. Yes. I can't hear you. Lift up your hands and pray. Because of me, you will not need, you will not lack a shepherd. I'm here, Lord. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. Pray. Pray. Lift up your voice. There's a great need for shepherds. Hallelujah. Father, because of us, you will not lack shepherds. Raise us up, Lord, to join this great army. In Jesus' name, Amen. Clap your hands for the Lord. And you may be seated. by this message. We invite you to worship with us at the Lighthouse Chapel International, Light of the World Cathedral, Collegon. Opposite the Collegon main gate. Please note our service time. English services, early rain service, 6.30 a.m. to 8.30 a.m. His presence service, 8.30 a.m. to 10.30 a.m. And love and faith service, 10.30 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. Other languages, L'Eglise Glorious, French, 7.30 a.m. to 9.30 a.m. Love and Victory, Gain, 7.30 a.m. to 9.30 a.m. And Love and Hope, Tree, 
9.30 a.m. to 11.30 a.m. Our Vibrant You Church also starts at 12 noon to 2 p.m. Be part of our midweek importation service this and every Tuesday from 6.30 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. prompt. For prayer, counseling and further inquiries, please call 0278-888-884 or 0543-289-289. The numbers again, 0278-888-884 or 0543-289-289. God bless you.